Welcome into the Oak and Steel Podcast. This is Mike Cleary. I'm joined as always with my co-host, uh, Matthew Sutter. How are we doing, sir? I am great, grand, and wonderful. All in the same Sorry. spot. Sorry, I was, uh, you've probably seen, like, what are you doing with your phone here? I just wanted to get one of these off for you. Ready? Of course, it's going to buffer a little bit here. One second. Come on, baby. Standing by. Oh, I got it a little louder. Can you, oh. did you hear it? Welcome to the party, pal. It's been watched. What we watched? What is the reviews of Die Hard? Uh, so, Die Hard One, I'm assuming, right? The very first one, the only one that that was in debate at this point. So, um, I actually started it, got halfway through, and I was watching it by myself. And then <laughs> Tammy was home, and I was like, "Do you want to watch the rest of this with me?" And she's like, "Well, you're already halfway through it." And I'm like. Trust me, there's not a lot of substance here. You're you're gonna be able to catch right on. Yeah. And she goes, as long as I can ask you questions about who what's going on, then sure. That that movie is I just I don't know why it's such a I mean I think watching it one time was just fine and dandy. I'm I'm happy I watched it. I got a couple of the lines, the welcome to the party pal, uh Yippie Kaye. That's that, right. But like it, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's hey. one of those where it's just like, okay, it's I gotta check it off the list. You got a smile on your face. So yeah. believe it or not, it, you enjoyed it. I did, I guess. I mean, it was fine. Um Tammy and I had the the chat of is it a Christmas movie? Yes. What is what what's your take? It's the real hanger here. Um I'm in the camp of it is not, it just takes place during Christmas. Therefore, they always dub it as a Christmas movie. So I went with I went with it is because Christmas time during the Christmas, all of that. There's Christmas music, so I was just like, sure, it could be a Christmas movie. I don't. That's fine. It's just not a Hallmark Christmas movie. Ah, uh, so in the so weeds. there we are. We got that taken care of. I'm guessing that I didn't. Uh, there's no uh, no Batman for you yet. No, no Bane. No. No, right. no I saw day. the uh, I saw Clark Griswold's uh, cat get fried again. A short clip passing through. Saw you know the usual little short clips of movies I see at the station, but that's about it. Sure. Well, I'll have to have a conversation with the little birdie that told me about Batman and see why <laughs> we didn't get to that yet. Uh, I will say, I'm pretty sure we did this last year. This time of year. Um, or like for Christmas, we would, and I think you can search this, like all watch all of the Christmas themed like office episodes. Oh, sure. Or Halloween or whatever the the holiday is. We would we would tend to do that sometimes. I didn't know so, you were an Office fan. Um, I'm probably not good for trivia, but but I've I'm good with it. I was kind of okay. a Scrubs guy. I watched Scrubs a lot back then. Okay. For the giggles. Huh. Got the giggles. Yeah. Um, well, so jumping in here, I guess let's talk about what this show is actually about, not just movies. Um, <laughs> what's What's been going on? What have you been up to here? Nothing. I've been bored. I haven't been doing anything. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw there was some, uh, some log action. Yeah. Um, I don't know, about a month ago maybe, when I went up and, and brought home that last big log um, grab. 
that has been sitting on the trailer. So before it got froze onto the trailer, I did some some efforts to get it off. That big oak log. Um, the log calculator says that it's at least 2,000 pounds, maybe more. Um, Grandpa's tractor wouldn't even lift it. Oof, duh. We chained it to it and chained it to the bucket like I always do. And all you heard was hydraulic fluid just gurgling and bubbling and nothing in there. Nothing going uh-huh. on. So we had to drag it off through the log arch, which the log arch could unload it because the log arch loaded it no problem. But the problem with that, the last big one I did, I ended up pulling my truck which is in park with the parking brake and the tractor, which was in park with the bucket down. I ended up just pulling the two vehicles together because the log didn't move anywhere. It was just a big, big anchor and just the mechanical forces pulled the two things of least resistance together. So this one, we just got moving and pulled, but I had to do some, I had to do some um, log rolling to get it off and through the arch and off, off the trailer. So that hurt me a little bit. Back's the back is not feeling good. No, I, I had to get myself to the chiropractor today, hobbling in. So yeah, did it again, but uh, it's just, you know, if only I had that like forklift or, you know, that mechanical machine that can lift things a little bit better than the tractor. Maybe next year. Wisconsin surplus. (laughs) You've never been on that website before. No, I I have a t-shirt, but I don't know how I got that. Yeah. I, I don't for know. Those, for those not in the area, we have a, a local... I mean, it's like a surplus auction house where they do anything from vehicles from the government to... I mean, anybody and their brother can take something up there and have it get auctioned off for for you. And then they take a cut. But yeah, it's and it's literally like... I can almost see it from up this front window here. Yeah, I'll admit I haven't uh, I haven't been looking at the weekly updates, so I I've been out of touch with the local auction, but for good reason probably. Could keep the money in your pocket. Just doing what I got. Just doing Just what I can. So any any I saw a couple <laughs> projects I thought you were you're working on. I don't know that you got too far into them though, did you? Yeah. So. Um, I have a client build coming up here soon, um, and that is that dog kennel TV entertainment center thing, um, and that is going to be out of ash. So I have a little over a hundred board feet of ash in the in the shop waiting on me. Uh, in the meantime, I'm just trying to get a few odd and end stuff jobs and stuff done in the shop to make room for that job. And I'm still taking advantage of the nice weather here, the mild winter here in Wisconsin. So um, I got out front and did some of that stonework finally on the show. That looked nice. That looked real nice. It's, ah, oh, I don't have it. I bought that stone two years ago. Two years, like March, two year, or March or September, two years ago. So, like, this vision has just been in my brain, being thought about, and I'm finally executing it. So that's that's nice. It feels good. Uh, got a new entry door ordered, like the permanent one, because the one that's there was just uh, 
uh, say big money cheapy and mm-hmm. I never maintained it. And so we're just putting in the, the, the good door, the expensive door, but it's going to be in. And then I can finish the other two stone columns and yeah, we're on the backside of this project and plan. Are you going to so, try to finish off the the board board and batten stuff that, yet this year? I don't know. I I I mean, what did we get? Twenty degree weather and snow and cold and blow today. And I just it was I, not very nice today. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I just don't find any enjoyment working outside in that. So as soon as this winter sets in, I'm gonna I'm gonna just hop inside and. Probably get it covered up. Probably get some Tyvek paper on it. Probably, you know, get get it wrapped up again. But I'll probably uh, enjoy the spring opener out working on that part of the job. Sure. So, yeah, um, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of closing out and getting ready for this next client build and a year next year looking ahead. That's pretty much all I got is client work in the shop. So nice. Um, I'm happy for that. That's what I've been aiming for. And I had to build a barn and get all the stuff that I did this year and all the big projects I have been doing off my list so I can, I can get back in there and get to what I like doing. Yes, sir. We had a, we got the next machine out the door last Tuesday, Wednesday, third, no, last Thursday, last Thursday. And, uh, man, it's so nice when those things go out the door. I just, it, it's like a breath and it was, and this time we got, uh, to enjoy it and do a little victory lap and kind of clean up a little bit move things around. No rush. Um, so yeah, we're, I think we're, i I feel a coast mode happening. I'm, I'm not necessarily <laughs> participating in the coast mode, but I feel, uh, we're, we're heading towards winter. Like it feels a little bit like when you were teaching yeah. and like everybody got that last week, uh, like right before winter, like winter break hits and kind of, you can just tell everybody's even, even the administration, everyone's kind of taking a little easier and we're just going to get this thing to, to the Christmas weekend and we'll be, see you guys next year. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of get the vibe that, that we're, we're participating in something similar here at, in our building. Now, whose timeline did you get that machine out? Yours or, or the grand uh, grand pops? Uh, it, uh, it went more on mine, uh, this time, which was nice. So that we had, <laughs> this is a, this is a story. <laughs> <laughs> so we I did not know, but now we're gonna, we just, uh, we pretty much were done. We, it was all on the programmer, AKA pops and my, and just kind of going through the machine and running it off a little bit. And Ross and I started putting the machine frame on car like dolly caster deals and we we just run a big four by four across the frame on the bottom and put a put a like a dolly set on each side and then that way we can roll the frames around we can spin them if we want to all that fun stuff well I don't know what happened and I'm not going to point any fingers except for I'll take I'll take responsibility um <laughs> it doesn't sound like it when i say it like that but no <laughs> so we are wrapping the machine up and all of a sudden somebody just happens to be looking down at the bottom of the machine and they go it there's no legs where are the legs and so i 
look around and I mean I had an idea in my head that we had some legs around because I had seen them in some boxes or whatever. Nope, those legs were not those were not ordered. So no. that does fall squarely in my lap. And uh I just was not alerted to the fact that we didn't have them, so they never got ordered. Well, thankfully we had another set of legs laying around that were for a different machine that we used and it was all fine, but hey Chihuahua little last day excitement right before the truck shows up. Just right there under your nose the whole time, huh? Just yeah. I mean, we don't we don't even think about it. Normally, when Ross goes to put this like the very first thing he does is he takes those legs, puts them in because you got to jack the frame up to get the legs are long. They're probably 10 inches, I'd say, um of of thread. So you got to have it up in the air to get the legs underneath and then up through the gusset uh and then put your bolts in. So not necessarily the legs of the machine. You're t- like the adjusters, the feet, the feet adjusters. Correct. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm um, thinking you have a legless machine there with you know just sitting on the floor and you. No, no, they all they all <laughs> get hard a to miss. I think we have ten of them normally. That, but yeah, there, I mean, so then when we have it set up like this, there's just a set of dolly casters on each end. Sure. And you just don't even pay attention to it. So I like I said, I'll take responsibility for not having them ordered. Well, you can source them locally, probably. You know, let's put some felt pads on it. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, it's just they're just a McMaster special. Yeah. So I can usually get them the next day, but we didn't. Five minutes before the truck shows up is not the time to figure out that you don't have them. Yeah. So that was a thing. Oh, good. But it, if she's out of here, and uh, well, I'm just kind of getting this last Kartner thing. I should send you some pictures of this last Kartner. Or, I mean, I don't know if you'll be out this way anytime soon, but the Kartner is coming together pretty quickly too. We're already pre- assembled mm, halfway done, I'd say. And then uh, there's some wiring and things like that to do. So it won't be long and that'll go out the door too. So how many machines did we talk about this last time or recently? I think I said nine, and I think I was wrong. I I was counting it today, and I think it was actually a little. It was closer to like seven. So I don't know where I got nine from, but I just I was going through some numbers, and I'm pretty sure it was only seven. Gotcha. And this, if this one got out, it would have been eight. Was so it, do you have eight it, machines next year? No, I don't think so. That's what I'm. I'm a little bit kind of go in my goals for 2024 category here. Uh, it's going to be a little leaner on that stuff. Um, we do have a yogurt company that is interested in one of the carcass, the frame carcasses that we have here in the building. So we could do a, a yogurt filler. So hmm. I think people get a kick out of looking at that or seeing how that's put together. I would say we did a cocktail sauce for a company. Yeah. Uh, and they sent us some samples. This is 2020. Worst, I don't know how anybody dips anything. <laughs> I was like, my eyes were water. Like, so they sent you, you know, those the big like chlorine, um, blue, I don't know what you call them, like drums, the big old blue drums that you see for like chlorine, like 55 gallon drum. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, but like, like, I mean, we used to always have them when I worked for the village, we used to have them for the pool and they were blue. So, and then they turn them into, turn them into garbage cans. Yeah. Well, 
they showed up and we popped the lids off and my i like stuck my head in there and my eyes were watering they were it was the worst smelling stuff and i was like you dip your food in this it's disgusting <laughs> so yeah. that it'll be it won't be on that scale of but i mean there we'll be doing 100 probably 120 cups a minute ish so they'll be cooking so nice. This uh, this company actually is in just out, it's in Middleton they or Pittsburgh. You probably maybe do a little inspection there. I would think. I'm not gonna. We don't have to throw the name out there, but I would imagine you would inspect. Have you ever inspected at a uh, yogurt facility? Hmm. Not not in not on my list. But there's two other shifts that potentially do. Hmm. It's like a food processing, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. that's over in your neck of the woods there. But hmm. uh, if they if they go, that would be a nice little how-do-you-do. Because yeah. otherwise, um, I mean, we're going to build another K-cup machine, but I just don't know if we need to be firing them out at seven a year at yeah. this point. That's well, not the vibe I get anyways. Well, and that's, I guess, what I was going to kind of lead into is maybe you're not running and gunning on so many machines but not you didn't have quality machines going out but you you know some breathing room will give you a little bit more less stress just better quality product for yourself not necessarily what's going out the door if that makes sense yeah yeah for sure and then i think my dad will kind of lean back into some of his plastics and some of that stuff that he's done in the past and he i mean for my whole life he's been the guy that can go make a machine do what it what it needs to do with his programming and all that so um yeah it'll be it, i think it'll be a little bit different looking year and i'm for me personally some of my like kind of just to jump into this for our for our goals for 2024 for me it's lean into my coffee stuff a little bit is just and just try to now that I got the roaster set up and I can, I got a little bit more backbone in there. It's I'd like to start kind of running with that and seeing how far that goes. What well, about yeah. you? Are you are you yep. just client stuff? Well, hold on. Let's go back to your coffee thing. Let's do a little shameless plug here for Monsey Roasters. Monsey Roasters. Let's talk about let's talk about the setup. Yeah, you were in. I was in. I seen what, it before what, it debuted the public. What do you think? That looks nice. I mean, I. I saw, I saw the roaster and I saw the space, but I saw the highlight reel that you put out there or the story and, you know, your setup and your, and your workbenches. Those are, you got a good thing going on. I think kind of like you mentioned, once you kind of figure out your workflow and kind of more, I mean, your workbenches seem like they're pretty put together temporary. Um, yeah, they can be moved around. Like I can move that. I just kind of did. So basically, what it is is all the green coffee is in burlap bags, and it's over against the wall next to the green loader. And then we can vacuum that up. So I kind of made it a big loop. So yeah. it goes, starts on the left side, gets into the roaster, comes out on the right side, and then from the right side, it just kind of comes down the line into a U where I can do packaging and um, just storage of it. So yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I'm not in love with it yet, but it's better than what I was living in the other room there. The well, closet. I was speaking uh, speaking a little bit more. I, I was speaking past my 
pure knowledge of the process, but I was telling people about the stone, the de-stoner and how it all works. And at least what you described to me, and most people had no idea that that's, that's part of the process or that's an actual thing. So oh, with the, with the stones in the coffee. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I didn't know it either. And like, people are like, Oh, it, it's a de-stoner. And you're like, I mean, like the name itself tells you what it does. Right. Yeah. Well, if you'd never been around green coffee, if you, you, you would have no idea how, like, that there's even an issue with that, right? Right. So what happens is, is uh, these countries, some of them will put them in these mesh beds, like the as they are trying to like dry them off. But other countries, they'll just throw them right down like concrete and let the let the beans dry. Then they'll kind of run a rake past them, and then um, obviously as they go to pick them up, there's rocks on the ground, and they just get in with the coffee. And the the bigger places will have an optical sorter. So they'll be able to figure out, you know, if there is, is there junk in the coffee? Um, I mean, there's been other things that people have found too. I haven't found any of these yet, but bullet, bullet casings. And there's, uh, I've heard of stories of uh, petrified. I, I thought somebody said a petrified like scorpion hmm. or something like that. So like you, the green coffee bags, it can be in a bit of an adventure is what you find in there. Nice. Huh. Yeah. Then, you know, it's pure. It's good. Right. And I mean, some of the places like, so they score your, you score your coffee, like based on how I, I would assume not as, I mean, I've never really like dove too deep into this, but they, they'll score the green coffee. Um, usually most of the stuff that I get is in like the middle to, they score it out of a hundred and the stuff I get is in like the middle to upper eighties. The really good stuff is in the nineties. And I, I think actually, there was a roaster here in Madison that had some that had one that was like close to a hundred wow. recently. The thing is, is once you get that high, like sometimes the coffee doesn't. I don't find the coffee tastes as good because it's like weirdly. It's like it just doesn't taste like regular coffee at that point usually. Yeah, I just need just a good old regular black coffee for me. The diner, the diner guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did. Uh, I, I mean, I do you have any goals for 2024? I know you kind of said like your goal really is just to be in the in the shop and doing that thing. Do you have any like big picture goals that you're leaning into? Um, I have enough. I have enough talked about and enough in my head that it's time to just execute. And being at the at the farm or at the shop, what I'm going to call full time. Um, for all my side work, it will allow for that. The milling, you know, we've been talking since March about milling lumber, but that's been going on before that even. Um, we've been talking about the shop. I've been making, you know, strides with that. So like very specific goals, finish the shop 100%. Actually have it all covered up. This is the third time and final time for Tyvek paper on parts of it. Um, I want to do that timber frame eyebrow. I don't know if I'll get to that quite yet because that has to do with milling lumber and that's going to take time. And, but I'm, you know, I'm going to mill my own timbers and, and timber frame that green and, and do that process. So I just need to see where that fits in my workflow, um, for next year. But, um, get to milling, get the shop finished. Um, I'm kind of pretty much 
got to all my works in the shop. That was kind of how this year went working towards this year. Um, as far as business, just, just keep honing and refining business operations with myself and how I do my own money management, um, you know, books, everything's on the up and up. I file taxes with, with my guy every year, but just try to purify more, more business and separate personal and business, you know, more puristically. Um, that's kind of a, a personal goal. Um, boy, by the time that's all done, we're going to be talking about 2025, 2025 goals. Right. But that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at the work so far. I mean, I, I, right now I'm not going after work. Work's still coming to me. You know, I'm still in that 40 or 50 weeks out. You know, that's my time. You know, this week I only get two days in the shop and sure. Um, Thursday morning, I'm going to go look at the next or go talk to the next incoming client for some time next year. First talk and just see what they want to do. So, you know, I got work lined up. It's still, it's trickling in. Um, but see, see where it goes from there. Nice. I do. Uh, so pertaining to the show, I still want to finish upstairs and do a studio yeah. of some sort. I don't know where, I mean, it doesn't, it, Honestly, it probably will look a lot like this room where it'll just have, but at least it'll be, I mean, you have I ever taken you up there? I I built that. Well, not the, you like the, the little room, right? Or you built the whole thing. Upstairs? The, like yeah. the theater? Well, that's not a theater anymore. There's nothing up there for a theater anymore, but. I'm pretty sure I built that knee wall that go, like when you walk up there and turn, come into the door, that wall okay. that goes straight, that yep, I yep, built yep. that wall and, and did all that things in there for the most part what's happened okay. after that i don't know but yeah there I, there was like a blue carpet or there's like a blue carpeting in like the little wall like the little room that yeah. we got to kind of crouch down in there yeah but like above me right now there's it's just right down to the like the osb oh yeah so there's uh there's not i'd like to just like get a floor in there and then just clean it it's it's a it's a mess up there it's <laughs> a mess so that's that's the goal, and then maybe get my computer out of this room and either bring it upstairs and have like a little office up there, or put it out in the main shop out here. Oh, you want to be coming off the perch up there, off the crow's nest, and heckling the heckling the workers, huh? There's some days when we got people that come because you get the you get the door knockers, the ones oh, yeah. that come in, and I don't. You probably don't get anybody out at your place, but no, like today, like. Charter Spectrum's coming on in, like, hey guys, you're looking for to update your Spectrum, and like, whenever that happens, I can just see like my old man looking at me, like, you gonna take care of this one? Like, they always want, they don't want to talk to these people, they want me to, so I want to go upstairs and I want to hide up there. <laughs> well, and the other thing they'll do is, like, they know I'm busy, but then like some Yahoo will come in and be like, I'm selling kitchen supplies, and it's like I'm not buying any of that. I mean, because I, I mean, technically this is a food processing area, oh. and I'm like, I'm not, I, I'll buy what I want to buy. And I'm not going to buy it from some person that just walked in my door five minutes ago. Like, right. I don't know, just get in. These two don't protect Like I got Kyle and dad over there and they don't, they don't uh, protect my time. They want, they have no problem being like, oh yeah, he's out in the main shop. Let me go get him. Yeah. Like, no, he's not here. Do you have a meeting with him? No, then he's not here. Exactly. There you go. So you got to put it on the board. 
Come back when I can talk to you, which is never. Right. Leave your card. Yeah. So. (laughs) Hey, got a question for you. Final one of the year. Bring it on. Are you ready? Bring it on. What is. I got. I got two things, I guess. It's all kind of holiday related because we're kind of we're it we're recording on the 18th here and we are coming down the home stretch to Christmas. What is the what's the Christmas meat of choice in the Sutter household? Because I really feel like you got three people like three different areas. You can be a turkey family, a ham family, or like a roast beef. What do you got? Hmm. I would say history history wise would be ham um but i i do like the dv like the new stuff the new trendy stuff like you know some new options coming in um what did we just uh at at taylor's um dad's christmas we just had some um some brisket Ooh, it was nice. That does sound good. Did the whole thing. Got up at four in the morning, he said. You know, we ate it later in the day. Sure. Yeah, he did it right. It was good. Nothing wrong with that. No. I and had... it, it, like, it didn't need to be Christmassy. It just was a good meal, you know? I got to tell you, I I do not enjoy ham. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I'm a little partial to the ham because I'm a simple guy. And... For a lunch, I just need a sandwich. So a Christmas ham goes a long way into ham sandwiches. That's fair. Days and weeks after. That's fair. I love that. If I'm leaning into it and someone's like, I want to make you the Christmas dinner of your dreams, buddy. It's got to be it's got to be roast beef. I I, roast beef in mashed potatoes and gravy. You cannot go wrong (laughs) there. Right from Arby's. I no thank you, sir. Yeah. Right from the kitchen of Joni Cleary. Yeah. My mom when my mom is an amazing cook. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't have to be the the real standard whatever, you know, is on sale at Costco when you walk in the door. I like sure. the I like the unconventional stuff. All Some right. days back in the day when I was a little bit more of a a uh, freelance man, you could say. Um, Chinese was usually the Christmas Day meal because they were both the only ones open. We actually were talking about that. Tammy and I were like, "What are we gonna? Eat? What are we gonna do for Christmas Day?" And that was on, that is on the list. Some Chinese, or you know, a little shout out to High V. They do a nice little like uh, meal, like a, a pre made meal that you can just take and go with you, and then you heat it up to whatever standards you need. Yeah, you ever done that? Um. You oh. boys at the firehouse. I think I've seen you at the uh, the High V in Fitchburg before. Yeah, usually there. Well, it depends on the crew and depends on the day. But yeah, we go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to High V. <laughs> so here's the other second part of the of the Hey Got a Question for you is okay. what do you what do you think in New Year's? What do you mean? Like what do you think of New like the holiday New Year's? Oh. Um. Well, you know, it's just another work day for me. I don't even, there'd be times I don't even stay up for it. It's if the worst I'm on holiday shift, there is. It's the I'm worst on, holiday there is. Yeah. If I'm on shift, I definitely don't stay up for it. 
Um, I'm not working this year, so I think we just got invited to a local friend's house, so we'll probably go there and do the thing. But it's not – I don't see myself out watching it in person live. I watch the East Coast if I have to watch it, so it's done oh, yeah. and over with by 11 and I go to bed. <laughs> Jesus, growly about it. Well, Mr. I – you can be the Grinch about Christmas, and I can tell you that New Year's is the dumbest holiday there ever was. If and the and the reason I say it is, if you got something that you're wanting to change about yourself or whatever, oh, like yeah. I'm going to cut this out this year, whatever. Like why why do you got to wait till that day to start doing it? Like yes. start right now. You want to do it? Start right now. Yes, there's a lot of truth to that, especially working out, especially dieting, yes. yeah, all that personal stuff that you want to change. Just do it now, right? Yeah, don't don't wait for the crutch because we all know what happens in two March, three months. Then you're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my little soapbox spiel and the dumbest holiday there is. Well, New Year's Day is on a Monday, so we'll see you at work. See you then. Yeah. You got to work. <laughs> uh, I probably do actually. If I don't, well, I don't know where I'm at, but yeah, I. It's just another day for me. It's just a work day. This this current setup or this year's setup is in the teaching profession is the worst year of it because it happens where you get the least amount of days off at the at winter break yeah. because I think you don't get to enjoy Christmas Eve like day off because it's a weekend sure and then I think yeah you get the I'm pretty sure you get to, like the least amount that you can get so we always whenever this this cycle of the the winter break this winter break comes you're like because ah. there's other ones where you can get like good like i want to say like nine or 11 dates off of actual like being in the room sure so I tammy, I, tammy already made that point out to me <laughs> so yeah it's that i in general that's why i just don't get excited this holiday season it gets all hyped up and i just want to just keep doing my thing and I like taking time off for friends and family. Don't get me wrong, but I don't mind getting back to work either. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. for this year, I I I guess I was commenting on how it's kind of slowing down. Like I I'm ready for a little, just a couple few days here. Did I tell you that we're taking the kids to Disney? Oh no, you not, did not. Not a Christmas, not a Christmas present. We're. It was one of those where it's just like I. So Disney does this thing where. Once a kid turns, if they're three or two or under, like if they're two, before they turn three, basically, you can get the kid in for free. And like, obviously, like a kid doesn't have an ID where you can be like, oh, they turned three two weeks ago. They can't, they're not free anymore. Like you <laughs> yeah. can, you can fudge the system. But we decided, I was like, I, my two girls have had to put up with me, like bopping out of the house to work like crazy this, this year. And I'm like, we're going to do one like we're gonna do a family trip we've never flown anywhere with the kids and so we're gonna go down and do disney in february here oh good for you yeah good for you living the dream maybe we'll see a super bowl champion down there right don't they don't once they win the super bowl don't they come parade around down there probably but until you're stuck in an airport and then you'll be hating on it a little bit more oh it's we got a pretty slick ride here my friend i'll tell you that one at a different time but oh okay i uh we are show. non. We are nonstop. Nice double nonstops. We're we're not. We're gonna spend as little time in airports as possible with these yahoos. Oh, nice. 
We learned our lesson with with uh, the big one. We went on a trip <laughs> with her when she was oh two, and it yeah. was she was not a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I did have another little tale, and I think I I have told you parts of this tale, and I'm ready to share everything. Oh. Now, to protect the 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 business and the people involved, as this is an ongoing investigation. Ah, um, yes, yes. You so you're ready for this now? Yes. <laughs> so, what I will tell the listeners is, if you are in business and you're dealing with paper checks, I would stop doing that as soon as possible. They, um, we. We did deal with some checks where we would send some payments out to companies, and some of them were local, some of them not local. And uh, there's some folks out there that are grabbing grabbing things that look like checks out of your either the mailbox or post office, whatever, wherever they work, and uh, they are pulling the account number off and making phony checks and putting their name on your checks. And we have had some experience with this, hmm. is what I will say. Uh, three times over in a quick stint, uh, just a, a kind of a quick hitter. I think I assume this is a group of folks that do this. Well, it really, I mean, so we have some blame in this as we did not stay on top of the checking account as thoroughly as we probably should have. And um, it just, I don't know. I'm one of those people where it's like, you didn't earn that money. You stole it from somebody else. And so like I I I kind of examined the the check the canceled checks and just like just really dove into figuring it out. We I mean there's obviously uh law enforcement involved at this point with this stuff, but the the names on the check, I'm like, they can't be stupid enough to do their own names, right? So I started Googling some names and coming up like with addresses and things like that and I actually kind of got to the bottom of it a little bit and I was going to, I went to uh, some local banks here and just asked for some code information that comes on the back of the check and all of that. Did I tell you any of this yet? No. So I, I actually think I figured out, so I was able to pinpoint where all three of the, the deposits or cashings happened in what state they happened in what times and I actually gave that all to the detective so that they could figure out like where to pull the videos from and when huh. to pull the videos from. So that stuff's still kind of all going on. But I'll tell folks is definitely really watch your checking account because you it's just crazy what people will do. And like I guess, you know, I was like, there's no way they're that stupid that they would put their their own names on it and cash it into their own accounts, like the real people doing this. And I think real people are dumb enough to do that. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I we'll see what happens. I, this will be a saga for 2024, hopefully, but yeah, it was just wild. Like that people were, had enough, like uh, they have enough ambition to do this. And it's just, but it's like, you don't, you're not going to the links of like trying to hide things a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I felt like a private detective. I was, I was like, I might need to go work for the FBI. Just late at night, just clacking around. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There was one night where Tammy, like, she's like going to bed, and I'm downstairs figuring out where these <laughs> individuals live and where they work. And yeah, yeah. So, well, 
That's good. It was one of it was one of those things where I almost uh had I had my own Netflix show up in my head. <laughs> like like I, Michael Cleary the roaster. And like I kick in the door and I'm like you've been roasted. All right. So I got to fall back if this thing falls through for me. Yeah. Well, that's 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 all good uh Good insight for sure. I mean, that sucks that that happened, but yeah. Um, I mean, the thing the thing of it is, and like the, maybe it's just my bank, but the one thing that they said was is like in reality, to get your money back, you have to catch it within twenty four hours of it happening. I'm like, who who is watching? I mean, I get, I guess you can get alerts for like your checking account, but we have so much stuff going on. It's like, how do you keep track of that? Yeah. And the only the only reason I caught it is because I was going back through for some old stuff, and I'm like, Dad, who the heck are these people? He's like, I didn't write those. That's not my signature. I was like, here we go. All right. That's so, when the blood flushes your face and you're just like, for sure. oh, man. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those things. It's It was like a big, like it was a lesson for sure. And um, hopefully, like I, I don't, at this point, I don't expect to get the money back. Um, but it's, if we do get the money back, I'm going to expect a nice little bonus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I just want I like we're small we're small business like you you're taking money like that's the other thing is businesses aren't as protected as like civilians are or like regular sure. average Joe people so you or me if they did it to us we'd probably get our money back but like they don't protect businesses the way that they protect individual citizens yeah so watch your finances I'm looking at mine right now mine yeah. uh Still not enough money, and that's um, all the money that I spent. So yeah, we're we're in line there. We're check. <laughs> yeah, the QuickBooks is reconciled. Yes, right. Yeah. Hmm. So yes, sir. That's that's been the excitement of the last couple months for me under behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, we'll stay tuned. Yes, sir. We're, change our theme music to a PI theme. Yeah. Starting the show next Mount, year. Mount Horb Vice. <laughs> I don't know. It's huh. yeah, and it's just the other th- quick thing about it is it's just it's interesting how I don't know. It didn't take me. It did. I mean, it wasn't like a ton of effort for me to figure this stuff out. And like, there's people that know that I've shared this with in the mm-hmm. law enforcement community. And like, I'm like you guys have more resources than I do. Like, how is this, how am I doing your work for you? The first, the first guy was not very helpful. The second gal was a lot more helpful and a little bit more seemingly like she wanted to bust some people. So had you not done this work, this case would probably go cold and be a cold case file. Oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. I mean, the, the only reason that it, really got reignited or is it because the case got reassigned to somebody else and she asked some good questions and I was like, oh, I never thought about that. So like I was able to pinpoint where the, the missing check went and sure. like who was like, it's, it, it's mad. It's crazy. Like the, the facility, I'm not going to say which city it's in, but like the facility that it was sent to and the one person that's name is on the check and their address is on the check. It's like, they're like, <laughs> a seven minute drive apart. I'm like, are you kidding me? And like, it's a big, it's a big city. So like seven minute, seven minute drive is still a little distance, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, 
yeah, I'm just like, good gracious. Like, this is, this is crazy. Like, and it, all of it's pointing to like one person and then pointing to like, then it's pointing over to a different person who lives like smack in the middle of all three banks. It's like, uh, like I just, you know, that, um, Oh, what that movie with, it's got Charlie day from, or from it's always sunny. And he's like white writing on the whiteboard. And have you ever seen those like gifts? I'm no good for you. Uh, well, it's the one where basically he's doing all these calculations, and it's like I felt like that when I was watching all <laughs> these like things come together. And yeah, went through a yard of yarn. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Gotcha. So yeah. I don't know that saga. We can put it to bed. I just I had to I just had to share that one out. No, that's a that's a good share. I mean, it's people take advantage of good people, and it's too bad. Yeah. But I guess you gotta be well, smart or be a smarter criminal. I guess you could take that as that advice too if you need. Sure, sure. <laughs> if you are gonna steal from people, maybe don't use your real ID. <laughs> don't <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't do mobile banking from your phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. So well, I thought we'd round out the year here um with maybe just a little I don't know. For me, it's for me, I wanted to say thank you out to some people for the the ones that participate and listen and also, you know, kind of share in the semi like small community that we've made. So I definitely appreciate the the folks like uh, uh, Sullivan and um, Keith for in kind of the maker world that have been very uh, chatty with me and kind of just had a lot of fun going back and forth and got to give a shout out to Joe Rogan, Kyle and farmer Jordan from my side of things that have, that have, uh, kept in touch on things but i appreciate all of those folks and our wives for for listening to us babylon and maybe they get a little insight about what we're doing maybe this is like better than therapy right yes yeah definitely definitely a thanks to to all them and the wives for sure taylor you know has it had to be just as flexible as you and i with our own schedules to accommodate this but um yeah we're recording this and tomorrow the upstairs is going to listen to it and and that's where some of the the background f- fodder from this topics and um I told I told Taylor that her and Tammy should get connected and those two should have a podcast de- you know debating everything that we talk about you know right <laughs> yeah they, everybody just gets our side of the story yeah yeah but uh, yeah so thanks a great thanks to to the loyal listeners and those who have listened or will listen in the future. Um, it's been a lot of, a lot of background talk and contact with people, people that I know already, but Mike didn't know. And now is in contact with, um, and the people who I do know that I work with or family that listen, it's a, it's appreciated. At least somebody listens. Um, we'll see who wants to keep listening or how we take it from here. But, we're thankful either way for sure. So, I mean, I, I'd say we're a little early here, but I don't know if I kind of with the fact that everything's kind of winding down a little early for me, I don't have as much in the, in the holster right now, but I don't got much other than just stay tuned. Follow us, follow Mike, follow, follow, uh, my socials first two construction. I might get a YouTube video out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if that ever happens. <laughs> I, I might have to start just another business just to catch on and grab all that video from you and I'll put it into 
I'll just get it all edited together for you, and you can either talk over it or we can just post it. Yeah. yeah I did talk to somebody, not to string this out, but I did talk to somebody about, you know, is there a space? Is there a... Um, is there a network of people who are just looking to make some video? They need the content. Um, pay is obviously going to be the big factor, and I don't really have a budget for that. So <laughs> right. The pay is not there, but um, obviously that that doesn't that conversation didn't get very far. So it's back on me. Back uh, one more thing to do, but um, yeah, same as plug first two construction. Give me a follow. Follow along. And then, uh, Mike, tell them what they can follow on you. So for obviously the Oak and Steel podcast, I pretty much run that. You you have access to it as well, but I think I do most of the talking on there. And yeah, then my, uh, my phone just gets blown up when you start yeah, hammering so, away. Yeah. Hey, I can't help it. <laughs> um, and then we've got Moundsview Roasters. Uh, so give that a follow if you haven't already, which I don't know if I've gotten too many of you yahoos that have been following that. So would appreciate a few more of those if you're on uh instagram or facebook for the moundsview roasters and then the account that i do for the roaster stuff is it's viamo equipment and i have there's a facebook and i'm not that's that one i do i'm pretty poor on that one i don't do a lot of posting on there so i need to that's that's all added stuff for goals for 2024 is to get a little more presence on social media and be a little more involved in that it's an animal Right, it's it's really it's hard to stay on top of it. You got to be pretty diligent to stay on top of of that stuff. And I'm, I just don't think I have enough interesting things to say to talk to some talk out every day on on social media for that stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, I put my face on my story weekly and, and give some updates. I don't know if people find any value in that or not, but it's just kind of a timestamp for me to just talk about what's going on. But um, I, I mean, I've mentioned this, I think in the last episode, people are interested in the behind the scenes of what you got going on and put a little more context to, to what you're referencing. So feel free to keep that up and keep that present for people. But, uh, yeah, just post some more of what you do. You know, people are interested, especially people who can't do it. Sure. Um, all right, my friend, well, We'll get out of here and let people enjoy their Christmas because I'm sure they'll be listening to this on Christmas Eve, right? Um, yeah, probably. And getting uh, close to it, go right into your Christmas jingle right from here. Get get your brisket. <laughs> get your Christmas brisket. Oh, that's probably long gone now. Yes, sir. All right, my friend. Well, we will see you 2024. See you next year. All right. For Matt Slaughter, I'm Michael Cleary. This has been Oak and Steel. Oak and Steel, out. Try to see you then. In. Okay, well, we'll see you then. I need that. That's how I know when to go. All right. All right. See you then. Goodbye. <laughs>